Hi, welcome to my podcast, Connections to Heaven, with me, Mike the Medium. On my podcast, I'd like to cover topics such as mediumship and how it works, signs and symbols from spirit, and interviews with some very special guests, and much more. And of course, messages from spirit. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cuppa, and I hope you enjoy listening today. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 with with me, Mike the Medium. Told you I'd naff it up. With me, Mike the Medium, on Connections to Heaven. Today we have a very special guest, which is Rachel Hand. Hello, Rach. Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Sorry for spoofing up. I literally just said before we recorded it that I'm going to spoof this up, and I did. But never mind. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, I'm so happy and excited to have you on my podcast. As soon as I you know, started this, I was like, Rachel's definitely got to come on, because I know that you're like a book of knowledge. Everything that you do and everything that evolves around your line of work is super, super interesting. So, me and Rach, me and you, we actually met, I don't even know, was it maybe four years ago now? Gosh, yeah, maybe going on for five. Holy like shit, wow. God, that makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, me too. Crazy. <laughs> um, so how we actually met was uh, you booked in for a reading, didn't you? And yes, I came out I to your did. house many moons ago. And I actually remember one part of your reading. I was thinking about waffling on about your reading because that's you know private. But I remember something about Michael kept coming through, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. <laughs> Absolutely, the is history, it was so... the Archangel Michael, which was really cool. Yeah, because was that around the time when you were starting out then? Yeah, so I'd literally just had um, my Reiki attunement. Wow. So I'd literally just become like angelic Reiki practitioner, and I think at the time I was about the point of getting ready to offer like the free sessions you know to build up my experience my knowledge yeah. um so yeah it was super relevant <laughs> oh wow cool cool love that see i call it divine timing <laughs> i love a bit of divine timing so yes that's cool and then ever since then obviously we stayed in touch then i came to you when you started to offer out your reiki sessions which i definitely need to get back to because we was on about this before but i'll do that um <laughs> but yeah so then I can, I'd come to you for Reiki sessions, and then we eventually got into doing some workshops, didn't we? We did, Lightworker 101. Yep, absolutely loved that. Do you know what? The other day, I came across the manual for the first one that we did. Oh, my God. I still got it. <laughs> I was like, yay, cool. It's, like, it's a sign, it's a sign. And then I was like, yeah, Rachel's getting on the podcast, going to do this. So, yeah, that was my little nudge from the angels and spirits. So I was like, yeah, can I get in touch with Rach there and do this? So that was cool. Um, it's actually, I can't remember who it was now, but someone messaged me about this the other day saying, are you doing any more joint workshops? I was like, maybe. <laughs> Let's oh, see what the future holds. I think we should. I Absolutely, think we should. yeah, That'd me so too. Fun. That'd be amazing. I would love to. Yeah. Absolutely. The last ones was, was great. I think we've done three, haven't we? Uh, something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Four, oh yeah, yeah definitely three yeah, yeah. and they, they were so good as well we just bounce off each other absolutely and it's a great laugh and it's just amazing it's like a, a day full of knowledge with the other side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other side of life absolutely <laughs> so spirit and angels <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> love that it's kind of like sensei have you ever watched that no. Oh my god, on Netflix you want to watch it. It is the most amazing thing. It's so cool. It's hard to explain, but you just have to kind of watch it. But if anyone's listening to this when it airs, Sensei, love it. It's just right down my street. Really, really cool. Definitely recommend that. So anyway, back to the topic. Never mind Netflix. Um not getting paid for mentioning <laughs> Netflix in this, so <laughs> never mind. So how did you find yourself getting into Reiki and for those who will be listening to this? 
what actually is Reiki. I know, obviously, because I've seen you loads of times. So if you just want to kind of give a little on your spin on that. Yeah, so my journey is a little bit mad. I actually learned how to do Reiki when I was 15. Um, My mum actually took me along to a Reiki share. Um, And while at the time I didn't receive my official attunement, um, I think probably because my age and insurance, etc., I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I was just like, oh my God, what is this magic? Um, And at the time it was just something like, obviously I was 15, so I was very young. It was just a little bit fun, a little bit something like to go to my friends oh look what I can do and you know get rid of the headaches and stuff Um, (laughs) and that was kind of it and then like life got in the way but um it's funny and it was only the other day I was actually saying this to someone when I look back now like I can see weird little synchronicities from around that time like I had a crystal collection um I was really obsessed with like essential oils and things so there was definitely little kind of um stepping stones to where my journey was going to take me even back then um and then obviously life was life you know um kind of carried on got a job got a house all of that stuff and then I got back to about I'd probably say age about 25 26 and I suddenly started thinking like oh all that Reiki stuff that I used to do it'd be nice to actually get back into that so interestingly enough I actually managed to find my original Reiki teacher on Facebook um, and I booked in with her to do my achievement everything was all set up I was going to be doing um, a system of Reiki called Yusui Um, so I was really excited for that and then in like a random twist of fate one of my friends just messaged me and was like "Um, there's a space on an angelic Reiki course next weekend do you want to come so I was just like angelic Reiki never heard of this let's give it a go so I signed up went and got my attunement there and that was it that was like the beginning of everything to do with the angels I was blown away um, during my Reiki attunement, Archangel Michael came through and presented himself as my angelic Reiki guide, the angel that was going to be there to sort of lead me through my Reiki journey and has shown up in every single session since. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's really just kind of um, cemented my, my platform and my kind of getting into spirituality. And it's just been an absolute whirlwind since then. Wow, that is amazing. And it has, I've been blessed to have experienced some of your journey and you are very successful in it whenever anyone says to me oh i need some reiki i'm like listen i have got the one <laughs> literally recommend everyone to you and if something comes through when i'm with a client and if something comes through spirit show me reiki spirit sh- spirit show me different forms of healing and whenever i get that little sign and symbol that little nudge from spirit about reiki to someone I'm like listen they show me like reiki they show me this will help with x y and z and then i'll say i can recommend the perfect person for you boom Rachel Hand it feels weird saying Rachel Hand after your last name so it's like I've got to get used to that now so I'm going to keep saying that Rachel Hand Rachel Hand over and over again <laughs> uh, which by the way she's married she's not just randomly changing her name yes absolutely I wouldn't pick Hand if I'm honest if I was going to do that it would not be Hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think anyone really likes a surname do they mine's a bit weird no one ever knows how to say it. it's like Hoff who Uh, how it's like no it's just tough it's just tough it's just spelled differently so wow that's an amazing journey and thank you for sharing that so obviously I know these questions but I'm still gonna ask it for for the listeners so how does a session with yourself help someone um wow isn't that the million dollar question absolutely no pressure (laughs) um 
I will probably just loop back for a second because I've just realised I didn't answer your original question of like what is Reiki. Oh, um, so oh shit, yeah. To put it really <laughs> simply, it's like a form of energy healing. Um, and the original Reiki system, if you like, is the Yusui Reiki, which, by the way, I am now attuned to as well as the Angelic Reiki. Amazing. Um, but within the original system, the idea is that we have um, seven main energy centres within the body, otherwise known as chakras. Um, and of course, we have our energy field around us known as our aura or electromagnetic field um, and basically each of our energy centers can experience what I refer to as an energy build-up um, so it comes up as a, as a different result um, sorry as a result of different things depending on which chakra it may be so to take the example of the throat chakra say if you are someone um, who is maybe deeply sensitive and quite connected to their emotions but maybe isn't super comfortable allowing themselves to cry um, and you tend to like put yourself off and hold yourself back every time you feel that emotion rising up that can then present as that lump in the throat type feeling and on an energetic level that then presents as like an energy build up within the throat chakra so during um, a reiki session as i connect to a person's energy that's something that i would be able to feel um, and as i felt into that i could also then give them the information of i can feel this energy build up in your throat chakra i feel it's as a result of like holding yourself back in terms of not allowing yourself to cry to release your emotions um there's also maybe this angel um popping up to share this with me or to say that this is also related to your throat chakra so that's kind of how it works i can give them insight and information as to what's going on on an energetic level within each chakra and what's going on in their energy as a whole and also what's going on for them on an emotional and spiritual level as well and some of that is simply what i pick up in the energy and some of it is information that is passed forward from their spiritual support team their angels their ascended masters their guides etc wow amazing it blows my mind i love it and obviously i can definitely a billion percent recommend you because you are the one that i always recommend for reiki like yep reiki rage reiki rage (laughs) reiki rage that's what i call (laughs) you um oh my gosh literally looked at the time then as i looked at the phone do you know when it says like the amount of time on the call it was 11 11 see no signs no symbols too big too small um but yeah no i can definitely recommend it like i've obviously had reiki sessions with you before and it's just how to explain how you feel during it and after it is like floating on a cloud <laughs> like you just feel absolutely amazing so when i come for reiki um, just from my own experiences i like to come because of like anxiety and i like to come for um what i call polishing off the chakras because obviously i'm always using them and i actually find that after a session with that it feels like it's giving me like a kick in the step with the connection to spirit too so it's like wow feeling it more hearing it more the senses are so much stronger it's just amazing so Get booked in, guys. Get booked in, absolutely. <laughs> also, a question that I have is, <clears throat> so Reiki can help with grief, with anxiety, depression. It can help with so many things, can't it? But do you get lots of people that come after they've lost a loved one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I actually had my first right, real big experience of that on a personal level last year. Um, I lost a really close friend and it was the first time I've ever really experienced grief in that way and it gave me an opportunity to to feel kind of firsthand what it is that my clients are experiencing when they yeah. come to me to support them in their grieving process. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot. So grief particularly um, isn't... It, 
energy is an emotion that we build up around the heart chakra so when someone's grieving we focus in a lot on the heart chakra we use a lot of like heart chakra crystals um and that's where we're really holding space around that area and inviting particular angels in that um can support us with the grieving process so like archangel Raphael, archangel haniel archangel shamuel um and they are incredible energies to work with when you're sort of navigating through that space Um, but one thing that i would say is as i discovered grief is so individual to each person and no two ways of grieving are ever the same and it is probably one of the biggest situations in life where I would say you've just got to really be so compassionate and so um, gentle with yourself as you're moving through that space because it's it's intense stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like grief, how, how I... everyone Like you say, everyone grieves differently. Some people can either, like, grieve in a quicker period of time. Some people grieve for a lifetime. Like, there is no perfect way. It's I always say to people, it's as long as a piece of string and as wide as the ocean, like you grieve in your own terms and what I find so important and what I see more or less daily is that it's okay to to cry it's okay to to feel that grief but most important it's okay to talk about that person that you're missing you're keeping their memory alive but not just that but it actually does help yes you might be crying when you're talking about them but I always say we go for like a grieving process and we go for a healing process from the grief and it's something that's always on the back burner in a sense it's always there to tap into even when you don't want to sometimes then you're upset again and you're grieving but it's so much better out than in i always say that to people and i always joke saying it's it's like wind it's better out than in (laughs) (laughs) to try and keep it light you know because shit can get very deep sometimes so but no honestly grief is such a massive massive thing so i can definitely understand how that will help with one of your Reiki sessions, absolutely. Yeah, and it's definitely a process. You know, it's by no means a magic wand, but even if it just gives you that temporary sense of relief in that moment, like I did a lot of self-healing while I was going through that sort of period, and I just kept reminding myself that had there not been so much love there, then there wouldn't be so much grief. Absolutely. Honestly, I wouldn't have swapped the love for anything. So Grief is love though, isn't it? it was worth it. Oh gosh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's how I explain it. Grief is love, grief is love, over and over and over again. And I can obviously vouch for you that with anxiety, it definitely helps with anxiety, a billion percent. I can't even explain how it works. You can probably explain it better than me, but <laughs> it definitely helps with like anxiety and depression. Um, in my view, it is um, obviously with the mindfulness aspect of it as well, because while you're on the Reiki bed receiving the healing energy, you know, you're kind of going into that meditative space and that opportunity to kind of not so much quiet your mind, but sometimes just get some space to check in with your mind and find out what's actually going on, what thoughts are coming up for you, how are you feeling, what's going on in your body, because it's mad how much of our day um, we actually spend on autopilot. Yeah. And don't quote me on this because it may be wrong but i'm sure it's something ridiculous like 85 percent of our day in our own heads we're just on autopilot we're just moving through the day and we're not even consciously aware of how we're feeling what we're thinking what's going on with us um so it just gives you that time to just you know check in and when you do that i call it like calming the white noise sometimes that white noise that is generated by anxiety just gets a chance to like settle down yeah 
oh, that's a really good way of explaining it, Rachel. I love that. I'm like, yeah, I'm sat here. Even though we've spoke about these things before, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. Like, yes, that does make sense. It really, really does. And that white noise sometimes can be very bloody loud, can't it? And it can be oh, deafening at times, but um, it definitely helps. It really, really does. I just love, I love coming for a session because it's like stepping into a cloud and then you're floating out in a cloud. It's just, <laughs> it is actually amazing. It really, really is. But um, do you ever find, what would you say is like the, maybe like the, not strangest, because I know it's not nice to be judgy, but is there anything that ever, anyone's come to you for a Reiki session before, but it's like you've only ever done one of it, and it's like, oh, I've come because I've got this, or I've come because I'm dealing with this, and it's like, not strange much, but like, wow. Um, oh, that's a good question. So obviously, um, like people with aches and pains, they come too, don't they? Because I know obviously they can benefit from it with that too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, people have definitely come um, with like the physical side of things going on. So maybe it's like um, issues with their back, like sore lower back or something with a knee or a hip, something like that. Yeah. Um, and obviously I make no guarantees because the way I see um, the work that I do is much more on um, a spiritual and an emotional level. Yeah. Um, so I never, ever promise that I'm going to be able to cure any aches and pains or anything like that. No. Um, but sometimes actually the mind is so crazy powerful that when someone's able to go into that space where they move into a space of relaxation, the body is clever enough to kind of kick in its own like healing abilities. So sometimes in simply relieving the white noise, in relieving the tension, in, in lowering the stress levels, yeah. people are actually able to find an element of pain relief just from one session. Um, but to be honest, the credit for that lies within them and their own body and their own mind, also than me. <laughs> I just hold the space, you know. But you are you are an, an important part of that too. So you do need to take some credit there, right? You do need to take some credit <laughs> just there. Just the channel, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to people like, yeah, no big, it's not me, it's your loved ones. <laughs> I'm just like the... The postman for heaven. <laughs> like, yep, here's yeah, your in terms of um like an, an actual one that's kind of really shocked me, I can't actually think um because every session is so individual and even yeah. when people come with um what seems on the surface like a similar issue, like it's very easy to say, Oh, I'm coming for my anxiety but that anxiety looks so different for every person because everyone's such an individual. Yeah. Um, and what comes through in that session from that person's energy, from that person's angel team, any messages that come through, they're all going to be so different because it's what's needed for that person at that time, you know? Wow. Love it. I get that. It does. It makes complete sense. It really, really, really does. That is just so cool. So obviously you'd hold the amazing angel room, don't you? I call it yes. your angel room. You do still call it your angel room, don't you? I love my little angel room. I'm sat in it right now, actually. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, I'm just sat in my dining room. Can't be at my office right now because of this shitty <laughs> virus, but never mind. Um, yeah, so hold on. Let me just check my questions. Uh, I've got loads. Of, I'm not even looking at this book for what I've written the questions down. I'm just like, so what's this? Um, so obviously, yes, you do, you do your Reiki sessions, don't you? But you also, you teach Reiki too, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, I teach um, Angelic Reiki levels one and two, and I am still in the process of putting together Angelic Reiki Masters. Wow. Um, not going to lie, I've been dragging my feet a little bit over that, just because I want to do it justice. Like, this is my 
absolute passion like I live and breathe this stuff so if someone's going to entrust me with that big next step of their angelic reiki journey then I want to make sure it's like as bob on as it can be so that is in the pipeline but it's definitely coming there we go so again anyone else that's interested I just I'm just going to keep telling everyone to go and check you out like your your Facebook page and (laughs) when your website's back up and running and stuff like that because it's down at the moment because it's been worked on so that is cool so obviously yes you do do the Reiki sessions but you also do workshops don't you and there's not just there's never just one type of workshop really though is there yeah there's lots of different things going on so i have um every week on a tuesday evening we have angel class um which i love we started off in person and actually towards the back end of last year um i decided to move from um the space that we were working in um it just wasn't really suitable anymore so yeah. while i was looking for a new physical space i was like oh, i'll move us online and we'll see how it works using a platform called zoom um and am i glad that i did that because it's meant actually that there's been no interruption to class whatsoever we've just been able to carry on because we've been online for sort of since january really um so that's worked really well so we have our little zoom angel class every tuesday evening um and then i also run um reiki shares which again are online at the moment and i'm actually doing them for free um just to support people right now so that's when we just kind of all gather and if you're reiki attuned or not it doesn't really matter if you are amazing if not um i always guide people through the steps in terms of how to tune in how to connect with human energy how to then channel it through um and it's just a lovely space in which to sort of come together and, and share some of that magic some of that healing light um so that's another thing that's on offer at the moment and i'm also going to do um I was running a little monthly gathering that I was calling the Angel Gathering, um, which was just an opportunity for people who were new to the angel side of things to, to begin their journey. Um, sometimes people will join an angel class, but we're that far on now that it might seem a bit like, whoa, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. So Angel Gathering was a nice opportunity to sort of just take it back to basics, start with a good introduction. Um, and they were beautiful, beautiful sessions with a lovely group of people. And then COVID hit. So yeah. we've had a so little bit of a break. <laughs> um, but we're going to do one online, I think, in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to start off that session with um, sort of starting to introduce some of the main archangels. So, for example, Archangel Michael, going into what his name means, what gifts and strengths he can offer us and work with us, what how he can support us on our journey, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff going on. <laughs> wow, amazing, amazing. I'm just like, wow, that's that's cool. That, that is cool. Um, wow. So and obviously people can find all that information over on your like on your Facebook page, on Instagram and whatnot. Um, which I'll, I'll you can give that in, uh, later on in the little in- interview, and it'll, that'll be in the description too, so people can find you there. Um, your workshops are amazing. I've, obviously, we've done joint ones together before, where I do spirit and you do angel, and you know that side of things but people and i've even i've read for people what you've recommended you know for me for them that doesn't make sense who you have recommended me to oh my god do you ever get tongue-tied and you think oh start again so yeah so and then people have come to me and they're like oh my god rach is amazing we've been to workshops we go to her angel class and i've been to your angel class a couple of times too um which is cool that was when it was in is it penketh or sanky i'm always shocking yeah in penketh yeah i think they're the same to me i don't know why are they close are they even near each other Super close. Like I live in Great Sankey, and that was in Penketh, and it's like four minutes from my house. So yes. Right, close. right, okay. Just so I know, you know, geography was never my strong suit. Good job, I can speak to spirit. Um, but Mine no, that's neither. cool. 
<laughs> behave. Um, obviously, as well, what I always get asked the question of, because with this current situation, I'm still be, been doing readings. I've been doing it over the phone, FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, you name it. It does still work the same as in person, doesn't it? It's literally, as long as you can see or hear that person, you can still connect with their energy. Yeah, and to be honest, it still blows me away, actually, how well it does work. Yeah. Um, and that is, is the reason why we're able to do like online Reiki shares, because of that magical thing called distant healing, yeah. um, which really all healing is distant healing, particularly with the angelic Reiki, because our Reiki system is hands-off, so I don't even touch a person when I'm working with them. Yeah. Um, so really, it's all distant healing. But the way I've been kind of holding my sessions at the moment has been a lot more about um, the guidance side of things. Yeah. So we kind of... we check in with an initial card spread, an initial energy read of what's coming through from the angels at the moment. Then we move through like a little guided meditation with some healing. Then we check back in with the cards and just see um, anything else that the angels want to pass forward about the person's journey, where they're currently at, what they might want to work on, what needs their healing, that kind of thing. Um, And they've been working really well. I've really enjoyed doing them. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I mean, I've done it for, and I'm sure you've you've not just done it now, you've been doing it for a while too, haven't you? But um, yeah. Like I do Skype a lot. It's like in America and Canada and stuff like that. So obviously I can't be in person with them even if I wanted to. Well, I could do. It's just it'd be very expensive and it would take ages to actually do the reading. <laughs> but um, it works literally just the same and it is amazing. So I can definitely recommend that too there for your H a billion percent. Um, also, another question that I have is how do you actually see angels? Is it like in with your own eyes? Is it in your thoughts process? Like how does it work? Oh my god, um, okay, so a few different ways actually, depending on the time and on the context. So yeah. if I'm going to see angels with my physical eyes, um, then it tends to be as like a patch of colour or little sparkles, generally something that's quite close to a person. So I might see um, a block of purple just behind someone's left shoulder and I intuitively know like, oh, Archangel's dad kills with you right now. Um, wow. But then if I'm, if, when I'm actually connecting with the person's energy, energy and I'm passing that information forward it's all kind of happening in my mind's eye so it's almost like it's as if I've got kind of like a screen in my mind and things are being projected onto it and it'll just pop up um but then also I'm really clairsentient which is like clear feeling so sometimes my information comes through as literally like a feeling and it'll take me a few moments because I'm trying to like fit words that would match that feeling yeah it's it's like you're trying to process it isn't it yeah, it's mad, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> wow. So that's, do you know what, though? That's very, very similar to how I see, hear, feel, and sense spirit. So how I he, you know, how I see, hear, feel, and sense spirit is basically how you do with angels. So that's quite cool. That. Yeah, Love that. Uh, I don't think I've ever asked that question before. Different frequencies, different yeah, vibrations. That's absolutely. Yeah. How I explain it, I don't know if you, you would explain it differently. So I would say, like, we're here, spirits above us, angels are above spirit. If yeah, that so that's just how I, it, but... I, I used to refer to it as like my little hierarchy system, but I realize that's wrong because it's not a hierarchy, like it's simply it's more like a scale of frequency. So, obviously, as humans, we emit one vibration, and it's like, oh, yes, that's a vibration of human. And then, obviously, spirit had their own, then angels had their own, ascended masters had their own. So, I think on an unconscious level, that's how we kind of recognize the difference between them because they have like a different frequency. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, that's cool. I love that. That's amazing. And, you know, with obviously with your line of work too, how did you find, like, getting that steady balance between everyday to day life and then 
becoming this amazing kick-ass Reiki slash crazy angel lady. I call you the crazy angel lady, don't I? That's not offensive, guys. We've done it for years. <laughs> yeah, it totally has. I'm pretty sure I was saved in your phone as that at one point. Like, yeah. I, I've still got you as my spirit medium, like full title. <laughs> oh, boy. <yeah. laughs> Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think um, one thing I realised, actually, when I properly started on my Reiki journey, I, I discovered something... Um, the concept of being an empath basically which i'm sure plenty of people will have heard of if you're kind of interested in the spiritual stuff but i'll just briefly explain that an empath is is someone that has a super high level of sensitivity particularly when it comes to like emotions and feelings and um obviously you know yourself being one mike that we can actually take on other people's feelings and emotions and they feel for a moment as if they're our own so if someone's got shoulder pain we feel it in our shoulder if someone grieving we feel that pain in our chest like yep. um and it's it's a very real experience but it took me to sort of do my first official reiki achievement to realize that that was what i'd been experiencing for my entire life and it was probably um a kind of big answer to a lot of the stuff that i'd had to navigate through in my life but as soon as i realized that i was like right there's got to be a way to switch this on and off to suit yeah. me so I am really, really, like, I'm so disciplined. Like, when I'm switched on, I'm on. When I'm off, I'm off. And that is, like, a huge separation for me because I literally do not ever want to go back to that time where I feel like I'm just walking around wide open, picking up everything off everyone and not knowing if I'm coming or going, yeah. if I'm sad or happy or, you know, all of that because it can be really confusing. Absolutely. Do you know what? And I agree with you that it's really, really important to try and find that balance and to try and know when it's your time to switch that you know that energy on and off i do that too obviously as you can imagine but sometimes so like for me so with obviously i see so many people that are actually grieving it's like my sessions do evolve around grief you know about about that pain so i have finally which i'll be i'll openly admit it's took me years to really (laughs) tune that down so that i can be like right this isn't my feeling, it's theirs. Once this, you know, once this reading is done, the energy can then go back to them kind of thing. Not in a bad way, like, oh, yeah, have it back, I don't want it. Not like that. But knowing, like you said, the balance between mine and theirs, 100%. And like, as you know, um, I, th- I don't know if you've, I think you would have probably experienced it at some point anyway, but um, I do try and keep, I call it like a light bulb. So when my light bulb's on in my mind, that's when I can channel spirit. When that light bulb's off, it's off, like I'm out of shop kind of thing. But sometimes... I think spirit might sneakily like pull that little chain to like get it flickering a little bit. So when I'm out and about, sometimes I'll pick up on things and I'm like, no, just turn it off because you're being nosy. But the only ever time I really stop someone or mention it to someone is if I'm hearing concrete stuff like my name's Joanne, that's my brother Dave, get talking to them quick. They need to know that I'm okay. Thank Tom, thank you for how they lay me to rest, blah, blah, blah. That's when I'll do it because I think, ah, I'm like, I need to give that person that, that message. I need to help him in, in some way, you know, but, but, to be honest, I've become more strict with that. So I'm like, only if it's a billion percent necessary and if that person is going to be open to it, if that person is going to take something very positive from this, then that's when I'll do it. But other than that, I've become more self-disciplined, Rachel. You'll be very proud. <laughs> I am very proud of you for that. And honestly, like hand on heart, from um, you know that spirit isn't my forte. And yeah. to be honest, I fully respect the work that you do but I have personally no desire whatsoever to become a medium yeah. um, spirit's not my thing angels are definitely my thing 
And yeah. um, but one thing I have noticed from the interactions with spirit that I've had is that they are very pushy. Yeah. They are much more like people. They are like, you will pay attention to me. Give this person this message because yeah. I'd really like you to. And it's like, whoa, yeah. chill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so true. I love that. I love it how there's actually someone else that doesn't think that I'm crazy and that gets it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, They're very pushy. Very, pushy. very, very pushy. Especially like... Well, the lovely if- thing about angels is they're not like that. They're really not like that. So there's never a situation where I've got an angel kind of pushing me to like pass on a message because they just simply don't do that, um, which is really cool. But however, there have been odd moments, which I won't go into because they're generally like quite personal with people that I'm really close to where I'll just get like an overwhelming thing of I've got to contact that person now. Um, But that's that's okay that though, isn't it? Yeah, that's okay that though because it's like, you're already kind of in their energy, so to speak, and it's like, yeah, well, I already know this person, and if their angels are showing me yeah. something's wrong, or I need to help in some way, then I can, which I get that, and that that is cool, that is cool. So, yeah, there's definitely a big difference, isn't it, between spirit and angels, but, like, if you imagine, yes. let's say, for instance, I'm going to, this isn't actually a real person, but let's say, for instance, Bob, Bob was a really nosy man, Bob was really... Uh, abrupt here in life Bob's going to be the same when he comes through in spirit if Bob was an arsehole he's going to be an arsehole coming through he's going to be like I was an arsehole when I was a tell them I'm saying sorry for x y and z you know they don't change people don't change like if I passed god help whoever medium I go to to channel my loved ones because they're like oh no it's that mic again go away I'd pester the shit out of people you'll bloody come to me and I'll be saying Michael I don't want to be a medium I'd be like Rach quick get to the family quick tell them I'm messing about with the lights yeah that would definitely be me that is so funny love that amazing amazing so again just to clarify as well because this was something that I jotted down on the notes was about you are obviously doing online sessions during lockdown and there's you have a variety of different sessions that you are doing over this period of time so what sessions is it exactly that you're holding Rach? Um, so there is like a few different options so yeah. I've got the the very like um, first level option is just a really simple distant healing and meditation session where I connect with your energy and via a guided meditation connects you with beautiful angelic healing light full chakra clear, aura clear all of that kind of stuff, um, that's a lovely session, um, the next session up is like the angelic healing and guidance so it's all of that plus um, checking in with your cards reading your energy, checking in with your angel team so it's like the guidance aspect is the additional part of that Um, then we have the soul guidance sessions and that's where I describe as um, like doing the work and what I mean by that is um, I introduce these sessions because people would come to me for an initial session and they would obviously have like a full Reiki healing and then I would literally give them pages of notes of things that had come through from the angels and stuff that they'd highlighted for them to work on or gifts for them to embrace that kind of thing Um, and then people would say to me how do I do this and I realized we needed like a session part two we needed like a follow-on from just the Reiki um so that's where the soul guidance sessions come from so that's where the space we can kind of get together and I'm like right okay so you want to work on your self-love or you want to change how you see yourself or the world around you your self-image or perspective that kind of thing this is what we'll do and so it's more of like a um I invite them to bring their journal we check in with the angel cards we put together like a little plan sometimes involving like a spiritual practice to introduce as like a little daily routine basically all stuff that's going to support them in making that shift into whatever space they want to go to 
Um, So that's the soul guidance session. And then finally, we have the angelic healing guidance and meditation session, which is exactly the same as the angelic healing and guidance, but it just includes a longer meditation during which you receive an attunement to a particular archangel's energy. Um, And what um, an attunement does to a particular archangel is allows you to kind of tune in your energy to match their frequency. So if you, for example, wanted to get to know Archangel Michael a bit better, you'd receive an attunement to his energy and then you could call him in during your meditations you could invite him to support you throughout your day and you would find that communication that connection with him just a lot clearer a lot louder easier to receive that guidance coming through wow and again definitely recommended definitely recommended (laughs) wow that's amazing that rach absolutely amazing so that's all my questions that i've absolutely railroaded you with there today (laughs) that's amazing that so where can people find you so i'm over on facebook um my page name on there is actually Lunabelle Reiki and Crystal Healing but I think it's just facebook.com forward slash Lunabelle Reiki something like that Um, and then over on Instagram I'm just at Lunabelle Reiki and I didn't really have a personal page I just put everything on there so it's a mix of spiritual stuff, angel stuff dog stuff (laughs) (laughs) dog stuff, love that love that, love dogs (laughs) amazing, so yes that's cool So and obviously I'll put Rachel's link to everything when I get all this worked out and uh, put together so they can come find you and book in with a session but honestly it has been an absolute pleasure having you on here it's been amazing it's been great to have a catch-up again and uh, well I feel like I've just spoke to an angel myself I feel all chilled out I love it absolutely love it what so like? <laughs> bless you thank you I so much for, say, oh, thank you so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure to come on and definitely we had like a little mini catch-up before and it's it's just so good to kind of like share experiences and to find out what you're up to and yeah. all of that stuff it's just really nice to have that that sharing within the spiritual community so thank you so much for allowing you me are very welcome very very <laughs> welcome no need to thank me so that is rach everyone thank you very much Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please leave a nice review and subscribe to my podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at Sign Mike Huff Spirit Medium and Instagram at Sign Mike Huff Spirit. And remember, your loved ones are never more than a thought away.